in three, two, one. John, are we live? We are live, sir. What's going on? Not too much, man. Some technical difficulties back there. <laughs> Nobody else knows them, but we've been watching John sweating over there trying to get Skype working. But the magic of Skype is not magical in the wheelhouse studio. It is not. It is not. We had a... Um, hi, guys. Welcome to episode 16. <laughs> we had a guest, uh, Jennifer Crawford. She was trying to come to us from the magic of Skype from Detroit. Um, for whatever reason, we get Skype to work when we're not live with you guys, and then we show up Wednesdays at two o'clock-ish, yeah. and then it just doesn't work. So we're gonna work on getting that to work in studio. We apologize to Jennifer, because she took the time to try to talk to us today. Um, I'm excited to talk to her. We will come back and speak to her, whether it's on a Wednesday or not. So Jennifer, thank you, and if you're still watching, um, and not cursing John out, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, and we are very, very sorry. Um, let's do the shout outs because I'm excited because our now one guest has wine here and I've had a lot of yeah, fun yeah. chatting with her for the last half hour. So um, I'm excited about her, but let's do these shout outs. I'm going to one up you today on shout outs. You are. Um, I'm only going to shout out to you because you gave me a shout out a couple weeks ago and yeah. then I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Mm -hmm. It was your birthday. Yes. It, uh, what it was what my birthday, birthday number? Uh <laughs> 29. 29? Um, 29. Plus, how many times have you been 29? One of those numbers is correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. The two? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the, we'll go with the, with the two. No, this is my uh, 49. Whoa. Yeah. You don't look 49. I tease you a lot, but you don't look 49. Well, thank you very much. I'm not going to ask if I look older or younger. <laughs> younger. I'm just going to my, say. My business partner, Jeff, turns uh, 40. Uh, Tomorrow. So shout wow. out to you too, Jeff. Um, actually, yeah, you know what? Absolutely. I'm going to sing happy birthday to both of you. Nice. You're going to what? I'm going to sing happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. We're losing all our viewers. <laughs> happy birthday, dear John and Jeff. Happy birthday to you. Oh, and here, here's uh, we got a viewer. You, What's your you. girlfriend's first name? What's your girlfriend's <laughs> first name? You better not mess that one up. Uh, well, she has a few names. Yeah. Uh, the Thelma name we Lou. know. Thelma, Thelma Lou yeah. is one, and, and Maggie is her actual name. Maggie and who is, is it that wants to know this guest. and why? Um, happy birthday. Thank you very did much. Did you do anything fun for your birthday? I did. Uh, Thursday was my actual birthday last week, uh, and it's sort of a, we always take the day off, regardless of whose birthday it is, and we always get to do the stuff that each respected person gets to like to do the most. So my day was started off with a massage, mm. light workout, Oak Street Beach, cocktails there, oysters at Raw Bar on uh, Halstead. And uh, yeah, we were home at like 10, 30, 11. Hey, you thanks know. for the invite. TFTI, John. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a fun day. And then That's awesome. Saturday, so that was Maggie and, Maggie and I. And then Saturday, uh, my, my immediate family, her parents, she has a real nice patio outside of her building, uh, did a big barbecue and party and cocktails and birthday cake. And actually, my brother's birthday is July 5th. So we sort of combined it and did like a duo birthday. Uh, and it was just a real fun afternoon. And then uh, Sunday just sort of chilled out, uh, cool. cooked up some leftovers, smoked a cigar, and cool. back and to work on Monday. <laughs> One more shout out. Um, John and I are going to be on a boat tonight. Um, 
it's called a stray cat, I think. I think I got that right. But it's a really Great nice boat. Strut. There is a um, company that's launched all across the world that's called Yacht Life. Mm-hmm. And I want to plug them a little bit because they're letting us use their 105-foot boat tonight, one of the 105-foot charters Ooh, yeah. for fireworks. And they're not charging, which is really cool. Nice. And they're doing a really cool thing for our real estate company, Main Street Real Estate Group, where if you use the uh, promo code MSREG, Main Street Reg, um, you get $250 off of your first charter with them, which is really cool. Very nice. But they're basically the Uber of yacht. Now, so all across the world, they have yachts in Italy, Greece. If you download the app, they got them in Chicago, and you charter somebody's yacht from 20 some odd feet all the way to 105 feet here in Chicago, uh, and they give you a captain so you don't crash the really nice boat. So you show up, it's good for you, good um, for them. You bring some drinks, and they got a captain, and you take the boat out with your buddy. So it's a really cool concept. Thank you to them for inviting us out tonight on a really kick butt boat for some. I was I was looking at the website. They have some fantastic content on their on their website yeah. as far as uh, from drones and beautiful blue water and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, the just the lineup from like you said from twenty five feet yeah ish to this monster we're going out on tonight. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Nice. So Very shout nice. out to them for being kind enough to invite us on. Um, my buddy Bill Delaney is um, one of the general uh, uh, counsel guys for uh, for them. He's an attorney, so shout out to Bill um, and Delaney Law for uh, being the uh, hookup for us. Are they headquartered in Chicago? They're yeah. not headquartered. Uh, in Chicago. Yacht Life is not. I don't think Delaney Law is. So we'll okay. have to have Bill on sometime because he's he's a bucket of fun. You'll see tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, Bill. We're looking forward to hanging out with you. I was thinking pre maybe. and post all of your drinks. <laughs> I was thinking maybe once we get the whole Skype thing worked out, we could have the owner of Yacht Life via Skype while your buddy is here and just have Or we'll home. just go on one of his yachts in Italy or something and not be in Skype and we'll just carry the studio there. Well, we could do that. I'm, I'm down for that. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, we'll take Regine with us and um, she'll tell us all about wine. Oh, she could bring the wine. Look at that bump and set and spike here. Nice. Um, <laughs> I am super excited about our guest today. I just, we chatted for about a half hour before uh, we went live. And uh, Regine Russo, she's an author, art collector, business owner, entrepreneur. Um, We're going to talk about Shall We Wine. We're going to chat about her book, um, Searching for Clothes and Lilies, the wine edition. John, can they see me hold this thing up? They can, absolutely. Um, So I am really, really excited to have you on. You're a lot of fun, and you're obviously a very well-established entrepreneur, and you brought us alcohol to drink. I did. Which I yes. love. So tell us about Shall We Wine, how you got into the you know the wine world, and yeah. uh, kind of the story you shared with me before we came on air. Should I start pouring, which is the most Whichever. Important. I mean, up to you. John and I are going to drink a little bit here and then sure. go drink a lot on a boat. So whatever, uh, whatever you want to do. So Shall We Wine is a wine and spirit promotions uh, and event planning company. Am I, where, am I at? Look yeah, at you're looking okay. more at I'm looking at you. Okay. there, and uh, <laughs> so, you might want to bring the mic a little closer. All right, Perfect. so this is a, an issue that I always Perfect. have. Like, the camera's there, but I'm looking there, so I'll focus. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty close to the camera here. <laughs> I'll just stare at you. Yeah. Um, so you. what that means is uh, on the weekends when you're at Binnie's or Mariano's or Whole Foods and you see consultants demoing wines, those could be our consultants. So we work for distributors and importers. Uh, that's probably 
80% of the work that we do. The other 20% is we work with uh, our corporate clients and we put together uh, wine and spirit tasting events for them. Mostly educational, but they're always fun because it's wine and spirits. <laughs> That's very cool. I, I asked you uh -huh. before we came on air, so how many events are you guys doing in a week or a month? And you go like 30 a week and I was like, whoa. That's a slow weekend. That's a slow. You that's said a, it's a yeah, slow week, yeah. and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah. And I didn't realize that. I mean, walking into grocery stores, and like you said, Benny's, you see that happen all the time. A lot mm -hmm. of times, that's you guys. That's very, very cool. Right. How did your passion for wine come about? Wow. So I was living in Besançon, which is in France. Uh, I went away for a study abroad program. Um, I know I don't know how much time we have, but this is a very uh, involved story. Well, let's hear it. All right, okay. we got. I mean, you're <laughs> our only time. guest right now, so we got time. I'm gonna speak very slowly. Nice. <laughs> I could be here all day. We okay. we got to board the boat at like six thirty, so we got about <laughs> we got two and a half hours. Let's have some wine. Yes, have some wine. I'll can, start pouring. We can pouring. listen to a great Perfect. story, and I'll, I'll tell you about the wine. So, uh, if any of my friends are watching. For real, y'all. I'm gonna drop off some. I'm gonna <laughs> drop off some glasses. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I got you. I got you for the next uh, guess. But anyway, I was living in Besançon, and um, as faith would have it, uh, one of the host families invited me over for dinner. I had no idea why they invited me, and um, so I walk into one of the most beautiful homes I've ever seen in my life. Um, beautiful, simple, you know, really modern. And they're showing me around and we walk into this dining room and there are like 12 bottles of wine on the table. And I'm thinking, what's all this? Like who's coming to dinner, right? Pun intended. <laughs> and um, they, the father owned a wine shop and he wanted to uh, do a wine tasting for me. And so he had all of these Bordeaux's out and he wanted to teach me about wine. I'm 20 at the time. My French was good, but not great. So here's this man explaining all of this stuff to me in French and talking about wine. And I'm sitting there like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I can't wait to drink. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it for me because what I fell in love with was not the wine necessarily, but I fell in love with the culture, right? Someone there explaining the wine, talking to you about it, um, all of us asking questions, and um, I, I just love the culture of wine, and that, that was the hook. Like once I, um, after that day, I was like, okay, I, I have to learn more about wine. So, cheers. Cheers. So what do we have here? Let me show the audience. This. I'm gonna put this for John. Um, oh yeah, here's the bottle. Let me show. So we have a Papa Figos. Papa Figos is from yeah. uh, Portugal. I love wines from Portugal. Okay. This is one of my favorites. Uh, it's actually featured in my book, Plug Plug, and um, it's from du Duro, right? <laughs> and um, so the Can grapes we see me, are. I'm plugging. Yeah. Hold that a little more to your right. Perfect. Uh, Tariq Nacional and um, Tinta Ruiz, uh, which is Tempranillo. Um, but let me tell you why I love this wine, because it has this amazing softness to it. It is um, just a lot of really beautiful fruit. And the first time I tried it, it was a gift. I never tried it before, and I opened it for a friend, pour it, and we both were like, what is this? Like, we thought we were drinking a $30 bottle of wine. 
and this is like a fifteen dollar bottle of wine. It's okay. it's really gorgeous, and let's me let's Let, drink. Let's, let's yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. Cheers, cheers, John. Cheers, John. Thank cheers. you. <laughs> wow, that is really good. Right. That's so good. Right. And it does wow. not taste like it's fifteen dollars. Exactly. And then I, just the mouth feel on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a little warm. Uh, we could have I could put it in the fridge for about twenty minutes. Mm. Yeah. Good for me. All right, now. All right. And so, you know, I pour light because that's what we do in the industry, but knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you have certain wines? Because some people say I like dry. Some people like sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, some people somewhere in between. Like I know my dad loves dry, but then he likes port wine. Okay. Like, I think polar opposites. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I told you this. And for everybody else watching, I know very little about wine. And we were talking about how much I want to come to some of your seminars and learn more because I I'm always the person who if a wine list comes it almost gives me anxiety yeah you're not alone it's I'm the type of person that if I see something on TV and I'm like I want to learn about it or if I'm watching something on Netflix I'll start googling and you know Wikipedia not that Wikipedia is actually an authority but I'll read everything about everything I can about the topic Mm -hmm. and I've just never done it about wine and I'm out at enough events where I'm always like, I don't know what to order. <laughs> is there, I guess, long-winded question, mm-hmm. what's your kind of favorite for you personally? And then any advice for people like me who are completely nervous when a wine menu comes out? Okay, first of all, you can never ask anyone in the business what their favorite is, Ooh. right? <laughs> because you I mean, love it all. It's like asking John his age. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go around yeah. about... Um, I, I honestly, I love it all. Okay. Um, if it's good to me. Yes. And one of my mentors said to me a long time ago, it's all good. And I looked at her and I was like, no, it's not. It is not all good because <laughs> I have to have some bad ones. But what she meant is that um, a lot of it all has a place. And, you know, there are start what I call starter wines, people who are really trying to get into wines, but they haven't developed their palate, palate. yet. So um, I love it all. Um, one of the things that brings me a lot of joy is champagne. Uh, anybody who knows me, I, it just love makes champagne. me really, really happy. I yes. love champagne. All right. So I love champagne. Yeah. I per, if I, I knew I liked you choice, for a reason. Not a choice. <laughs> I pick champagne. Okay. Always. Okay. But I always feel like when people are at dinner and they just want to have, you know, a bottle of wine with like their, their meal. Mm-hmm. I'd be the crazy guy ordering the bottle of champagne, so I never do. You'd be the sophisticated guy. Whoa. (laughs) Look at that. Any champagnes that, um, like, $30 to $50 that you think is a neutral champagne that would be, most people would like? Yeah, there's nothing neutral about champagne, first of all. (laughs) See, I'm learning everything. I'm making all these assumptions. No neutral. No, no neutral, no neutral. What I would encourage you to do, Mm -hmm. um, if you're at a uh, restaurant that has a a pretty good list, uh, look for, ask your sommelier or a waiter for grower champagnes. Okay. Um, One of the ones that I really like right now is, um, of course, I'm drawing a blank because I'm talking, uh, um, oh my God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. I just opened a bottle yesterday. We'll come back to it. We'll like, come back like, to it. I'm like, yeah. Like, I say see I'm like, okay, like that works for me because it's recognizable and I've tasted it before and I'm yep. comfortable with it. Yep. It doesn't scare me because it's not something I don't know if it's good, bad, in between. Mm-hmm. Like you said it's all 
or somebody said it's all good. Yeah. Um, if but you I like go it. to what I'm used to, mm-hmm. which I think is bad for me because it doesn't allow me then to go and experience something new because I'm yes. nervous I'm going to make a bad choice. Yes. Okay. So I, I remembered now Kush, Vincent Kush. Okay. Love it. It's about, I'd say, $45 on the shelf. Okay. Um, I don't see it on enough wine lists, but just really, really beautiful champagne. Okay. Um, what I think is, what's the worst that could happen? Sure. You just get drunk. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and I hear that all the time. I'm afraid I'm going to make a bad decision. But it's champagne. Like, right. You know what I mean? It's not, I mean, it doesn't taste bad. I mean, I, I was telling somebody this the other day. I said, they said, you know, you drink when you go out, but you're not, you know, you don't sip like alcohol ever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I honestly don't love the taste of like bourbon or whiskey or vodka. He's, John's rolling his eyes at me. Man, but like, I, was, I was loving you, but now uh, I'm like, like, ah, not so much. Just coming to my side yeah. <laughs> but I'm I in the prefer, middle. <laughs> I prefer the taste of wine or champagne over that. Like okay. if, if you put it, ne- if you put them next to each other, like what tastes better to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not making me like cringe every time like I'm taking a drink. I got you. So I'd rather drink wine at an extended period of time. Now, put me out and try to get me drunk quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to drink vodka, or, you know, I'm going to have, you know, whiskey and I, tequila. I drink right. a lot of tequila. <laughs> but if I'm just trying to sit down and have dinner, I always would obviously prefer the wine and the champagne too. Okay. And I I, I love you for it. Yeah. My business is shall we wine, <laughs> yeah. so you keep going. <laughs> um so how did your passion for wine from mm-hmm. when you were in France turn into a business? Because that's a cool story. Yeah, so um, when I came back to States, uh, graduated, I had one uh, semester left, and of course wondering what, you know, what can I do with my life, what should I do with my life, and someone suggested sales. Um, and I took a couple of sales jobs that I didn't really enjoy much, but you know, it, it paid the bills. Uh, and I was trying to find myself. And uh, I was working at Bandera, you know, the restaurant mm-hmm. on Michigan yeah. Avenue, and they had a staff training. And again, someone set up this staff training and they did this beautiful job. They had this gorgeous cheese tray and a woman came in, her name is Jill Davis, or it's no longer Davis, but that was her maiden name. And she did a staff training. I had this moment where I was like, well, this is what I'm meant to do. I mean, it's crazy. This is like 1996. And I approached her and I said, well, I have this idea. I'd like to do just what you did in people's homes. And she was so gracious. She goes, well, I'll come to your house and I'll do a staff. I'll do a training for you. I'll teach your friends about wine. And we just moved into this um, apartment. We had no furniture. So my ex-husband at the time was thought I was crazy because I um, rented all these chairs and um, uh, linen and you know I turned our apartment into a restaurant that's awesome it was great and I had 25 friends come over I had cheese not really great cheese because I didn't know anything about cheese back then <laughs> all cheese is good cheese too <laughs> right. maybe not it, it all has a place yeah it all has a place <laughs> and uh, Jill came over and she did this fantastic wine tasting and my friends and I were so impressed and I think we talked a little bit about this. The magic for me was not just the wine but it was the education and how this product here opened up a door to a world that we weren't experiencing. I thought that was so cool. And uh, she and I talked and she said, you know, what do you do? I told her my background was in sales and she said, you should come work for um, my distributor. 
And she really walked me into one of the best jobs I've ever had. I sold fine wine in my early 20s. And I learned so much uh, about wine and really, really fell in love with it at that time. It's it's an incredible, I mean, hearing you talk about it, you can tell how passionate you are and passionate about exactly what you said. Every wine has a story. I almost feel like, and I have a history minor, the couple of people I've spoken to that are very into wine and teaching about wine and are passionate, it's almost like it is a look into history of different areas. Mm-hmm. You know, And I love history in general, um, but it's a look into like, like you said, Italy, Portugal, France. Mm-hmm. You said you went to Spain. You know, mm-hmm. in the U.S., you have you know you know wine country here. So it's it's so neat that people who are passionate about wine seem to love the backstory of the wine as yeah. well. And but also for me anyway, it's you know I'm Haitian, right? right. I grew up um, you know lower middle class. Who was going to tell me about wine? There was a time where wine was so you know, like, oh, it's just for the rich. And, you know, um, it opened up an opportunity. I mean, I travel because of wine, right? I have conversations with people who would not have noticed me because of wine. And that's what I think is is really cool. Like uh, last year, two years ago, I went to Champagne because I like Champagne. And I was like, well, I'm here, I'm in France, and let me go check it out. And we were treated like, I kept hashtagging champagne royalty, but look at the opportunities that this product uh, opened up for me. And I think I it can that. do that for other people. I love that. And then how did it go from where you were at to shall we wine today? Yeah, so um, was selling wine, loved wine, but again, the magic for me was turning people onto it. Like yeah. looking at you, pour some more I wine. I some more, by the way. John, I, don't I don't know, know if the you guys saw that. I'm on the wrong side of the room. Yeah, yeah, John, you're over here. Sorry, we're going to drink more of it. Yeah, I don't know if it, the camera was on you or me, but I poured some more and I, I poured a little more liberal. the camera over the regime while you were doing that. Well, so I love that, right? Because that shows me that you like it. I loved it. it, it this is yeah. And that was the thing that really... that attracted me to business. And I thought to myself, well, how could I move from selling to restaurants and to stores to just working with people um, or consumers, I should say. And I didn't figure it out. And I had a lot of jobs. I worked in pharmaceutical sales. I worked for a litigation consulting firm, um, medical devices. But that passion, that draw for wine was still there. So fast forward to 2013, I got the best gift of my life, and I mean that seriously, I got laid off, and I was like, hallelujah, sweet Jesus, um, I'm out of here. And I, because I knew that my company was going to lay me off at some point, I made a lot of changes in my life. You know, I gave up the luxury apartment, I paid off my car, you know, I moved to a smaller apartment, more affordable, and I was doing all of these things to just stack away money. And so when the layoff came and the severance came, um, I had time. I didn't have a lot of time, you know what I'm saying? But I had some time. And I said to myself, well, what do I want to do? Um, I know that I can't go back to a job because I'm unhappy and I'm not doing the company a service, right? That was a big part of it. Like you get to a point in your life where you're like, who am I serving? Am I doing this company that I'm working for a service? If I'm not, it's, I probably shouldn't be there. Um, And I met someone who owned a promotions company and I worked for him part-time because I had time. 
Um, and then I thought, well, I could do this because my background was in management, background was in sales. I owned a salon for six years, so I knew how to work with people. I knew how to get people to work for me. Um, and I thought, well, I know wine, right? And I, I went back to, uh, and I got my certification. I studied at uh, the ISG, International Sommelier Guild. So I had all of the qualifications. And more importantly, I had a passion for passion, it. Yeah. Like I wanted to t teach people, regular people, how to sell wine to you, right? Because a sommelier that. isn't going to sell, can't necessarily always sell you wine. Right. Because sometimes, you know, we get like really heady and we start talking about the soil and you're like, dude, like I just yeah. want to know if it's like soft, good and fruity and when can I have it, right? right. But sometimes a regular person can, can have that conversation with you and say, dude, you've got to try this wine from Portugal. It's like super soft in your mouth. It's got grapefruit, but it's earthy. So no matter what you like, like if you're serving just you or if your girl's coming over, you both are going to enjoy this, yeah. right? I knew I could teach people how to do that. Um, and so I said, well, I'm going to start my own company. I and um, yeah, and here I am today. I love it. I mean, you can A, your passion, you can tell immediately. I feel like I'm going to jump off the seat. You, I mean, you can tell your passion immediately. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I was having a yeah. discussion yesterday. I coach and train a lot of realtors. Okay. And uh, six months ago, six months or so ago, somebody asked me a question. He said, what do you think is one thing you can't teach like a business owner or a realtor or somebody? And I said, um, to be honest, it's that personality uh, John wants more wine. <laughs> I know um, that's right. <laughs> it, you know, it's that personality and that being able to connect with people. It's hard to teach that. I mean, some people really have that skill set. You can hone it a little bit by just being exposed to it, but it's really difficult to teach that. You have such a good, a great ability to A, connect with people. I mean, we spoke for about 20 minutes and I was like, I could speak to her for the next three hours and we would have a I'd start time. charging. You start charging <laughs> at an hour? Because we got a little bit of time left then. And then you're exactly what you said. You know, I've had people, I've gone to wine tastings before and people sometimes pitch the wine and I'm like, I understood nothing you just said. Right. You know, and, and your ability to connect with the audience. I always tell our you know, agents or somebody that I'm coaching, know your audience, you know, mm -hmm. and you got to be able to speak to your audience. Yeah. That's such a valuable thing, especially in a, it, it's like wine shouldn't be intimidating. It's right. alcohol, exactly. you know, so it should be fun. It it's shouldn't be intimidating. Juice. But I feel like it's grape juice. <laughs> I feel like it does intimidate people. And we were talking about this. I said, you know, I walked into Binnie's yesterday and I had to get a bunch of alcohol to take uh, with us on this, uh, on this boat. And you have one row for vodka, and mm -hmm. it's all virtually the same stuff. You know, Tito's is gluten-free and something else a little more expensive. All vodka's gluten-free. Is it all vodka yeah. gluten-free? So that whole where gluten-free doesn't matter. Uh, Michaela, if you're listening, that whole <laughs> I only drink Tito's because it's gluten-free, it's all gluten-free. It's all gluten-free. Someone can uh, type in and correct me, but I, yeah. It's, it's all gluten-free. Gluten yeah. Man, Michaela's coming on the boat tonight, and I made sure we had... Um, Tito's because of gluten free for her, right. and I could have just bought something else. Yeah. You weren't wrong. Oh, it is, look at that. Yeah, it is gluten free. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so everything free. else is <laughs> too. Um, but you know, and then they got a row for tequila, and mm -hmm. then they got a row for whiskey. You know, and it's all one row. And then you look, and it's seventy percent of the store is wine and champagne, mm -hmm. and you have you know the signs that say South America and France and Italy and all over. 
What am I doing? I'm blocking the other camera. My, my, Why are you blocking my, t- my camera, my dude? Why are you blocking my, my camera? Arms, right? My T-Rex <laughs> arms are able to block something. So it's intimidating because I never know where to begin. Okay. And I feel like Let's you're... Let's start ability. at the very beginning. Where do you start? Where is the beginning? Wow, two songs. Two songs Two songs. She has a much, better, much better voice. voice. And I bet she would karaoke. So I am a self-proclaimed the Britney Spears of karaoke what? because I, I cannot sing, okay. but I can perform, okay. especially if I'm drinking a lot. Usually, Let's do a duo. Usually tequila. I feel like we would do a good duo. <laughs> You'd have to be the singer and I would have to quietly kind of back up sing and yet entertain the crowd, but it would be a lot of fun. So we I know could, it's you way in dance. advance. I know it's way in advance, but next year, can you come back and sing me happy birthday? Right. Rather than absolutely. absolutely. Oh, you don't like my happy birthday. <laughs> oh, huh? I love okay. it. It came from the heart. It came from uh, the heart. I love it. But um, your ability to connect with people and just make them comfortable about something that, like I said, it shouldn't intimidate people, but it's intimidating yeah. it is awe-inspiring. Where, where is the start? So if you were, like, how would you, if you were to recommend to me, start tasting different wines to start getting a feel, where would I start? So like me? you told me you used to be a personal trainer. Do you still train? Way back. Okay. Um, so imagine someone who's never worked out. Mm-hmm. You'd probably tell them just walk. Right. Right? Yeah. So I tell people the same thing, just taste. Okay. And it's very cool that we live in a, a state that allows tasting, consumer tasting. There's usually one going on on Friday or Saturday night. Um, obviously, you only get a little taste. That's, what's, that's the law. But just try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to a grocery store, go to a tasting, and try something. So you're going to have someone behind the table that says, you know, I'm serving a red wine from Portugal. Uh, I think somebody wants more wine. <laughs> well, he's telling me skewed. I think we were, oh, okay. I, I was advertising because I really yeah, yeah, like this yeah, wine. Yeah, we'll advertise there too. But that's what I say. Just, yeah. just try. Uh, and you don't even have to commit to buying. Just yeah. go to a tasting and try and make a note of two that you like, a red and a white. Okay. And f- think about it. I, and I always teach um, p- consumers to be conscious drinkers. What does that mean? That means don't just guzzle it. Right. Take a moment and say, well, you know what? I like this wine because it's got nice fruit. Or I like it because it's sweet. I like it because it's dry. I like it because it reminds me of cherries. Start with that. Because now you're beginning to develop a language of what you like. So if you go into a restaurant, you say, you know what? I I don't know a lot of the wines on your list. Right? Don't say I don't know wine. I'm not familiar with these wines. However, I tasted one from Portugal, and it was had some nice fruit to it. It wasn't too dry. Um, is there anything you'd recommend? Right? Now you're you're at least letting that person it down. exactly. So anyway, to answer your question, the most important thing is to taste and just make a note, take a photo of the ones that you like, and then start there, and then we can expand from there. So all the agents I got to coach next week, I'm going to be hungover or partially <laughs> drunk because I'm going to be tasting wine for the next little while. Right. So maybe don't listen to anything I coach you. About <laughs> the I love that. Segwaying a little bit because yes. poetry is a big part of you know what you do. I read you do the Champagne Diaries, which I'm excited to hear about. Uh-huh. Um, how did the passion of wine and then the passion of obviously writing kind of mesh into one? Yeah, so um, I was... I've been writing for a while, you know, closet writer, um, because I don't know if you've ever written anything or tried to write. Have yeah. you, okay, it's 
you know, it's just a painful process, right? Because you write something. Very critical of yourself. Right. And you're like, if I could just shut this voice in my mind mm -hmm. off, I can get so much more done. Yeah. Um, so I wrote the collection of poetry. I published it uh, some years back. And I swore I would never, ever write a book again. I was done with writing. Um, I was in Spain last year and was talking to um, two friends now. Uh, you know, they, um, they're in the wine business, the World Wine Guys. And I was telling them about what I wanted to do, what I wanted my career to look like. And they've written seven books, uh, and or eight now. And they said, um, hey, you need to write a book if you're serious. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I you're felt. Like, I'm not doing it. No. I'm, I swear. I, it was cold, but I, I, I'm sure I broke out in sweat. And um, I said, no, I'll never do that again. And they said, well, what do you mean again? I said, well, you know, um, I have a book. And it was just painful because it was really personal. Some people hated me after the book. And they said, well, why don't you pair the, and I told them it was a book of poetry. And they said, why don't you pair the poems with wines? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, what a cool idea. So that, that moment, the fear disappeared, right? Right. Because I thought the idea was so cool. And I thought, well, what would that look like? How would you pair poems with wine? And um, after drinking a lot <laughs> to taste, you know, to test it out, what I realized was, or I settled on, is that um, poetry has a mood, right? Wine has a mood. And if I could look at the mood of each of my poems and think about a wine that enhances that mood, that complements that mood, Very cool. then I'd have something. And uh, it took some time. It took some encouragement because I kept sending Mike and uh, Jeff, you know, um, my uh, progress. And they were really encouraging me like, okay, okay, okay. So, so shout out to it. Where can we buy? Yes. Searching for clothes and lilies. Um, you can buy it on Amazon. Oh, awesome. Or you can go to my website, regineRousseau.com, and I'll send you an autographed copy. Perfect. Yes. Are we going to get this copy autographed? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> for $15.99. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I... I love reading. Okay. Um, I'm going to read your book, okay. uh, hard copy. I do a lot of Audible now mm -hmm. because I'm in the car so much, but mm -hmm. I love reading. I think you have to read to advance. A, your mind. B, if you're a business owner and you're not reading, you're probably behind the ball a yeah. little bit. Um, but I started, I, I wrote a, it started off as a business plan. Then I wrote a guidebook for our agents about real estate and growing their business and mm -hmm. how to be an entrepreneur. And it took me six months and exactly what you said. I remember typing stuff and I'm like, well, that sounds really dumb right. and I don't like it. And then I would uh, just delete, 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 delete. And sometimes I wish I hadn't done that. Right. I just like kept writing and then edited stuff out. Mm -hmm. But it, it's, you're so self-conscious when you write because you know now a big audience is going to read it. Yeah. And, and I, I felt exactly the same way. I obviously have not published something like this, but I'm working on something that's going to go out for entrepreneurs, especially in the real estate realm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a book. And I've been writing, but it drives me nuts reading my own stuff back. Yeah. It's 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 rough. I'm not glad that somebody else felt no, the same way, but rough. it feels um, it it makes me feel better that I'm not the only one. There's an entrepreneur I follow, and uh, he talks about this is uh, Tom Bilu, okay, or Bailu. Um, 
uh, Impact Theory is his. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he talks about the monkey mind and how what we do to sabotage ourselves, but that sabotage is protection, right? Yeah. We're trying to protect ourselves from being criticized, yeah. so we're going to criticize ourselves. Overly you know, criticize overly, yeah. ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, do you listen to Gary Vee? Because he he was kind no. of a wine guy. So mm -hmm. Gary Vee's dad, I think he was wine.com maybe? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes, Gary yes. Vaynerchuk. So yes. I know he was uh, big, his family was big into wines. Okay. And then now obviously everything he does is entrepreneur based. And right. He's a little outspoken, but I like some of his stuff because it's almost no bullshit advice for mm -hmm. people. I was listening to something yesterday where he was giving advice to an entrepreneur, and, and you could tell, the entrepreneur was on a phone. It was a friend holding a phone, mm -hmm. and their friend or brother was trying to talk to him and was making a lot of excuses. And he's like, I, those are not good excuses. Like, you can't not do what you want to do yeah. because of these excuses. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. And But he's kind of like a, the no BS guy. But he talks a lot about how wine um, influenced his father and then how kind of the wine business was something he got passionate about. So mm -hmm. he's a cool one to listen to. Okay, so I'll check it out. entrepreneur in wine and... All that good Maybe jazz. I'll learn something. Yeah, I mean, I like listening to him. You know, I take a lot of, I, I love Tony Robbins. Mm -hmm. um, I do too. A lot of our agents just went to him when he was in Chicago, and he, um, you know, he's a very influential guy. I like listening to him, and I think a lot of people rip off a lot of his stuff and, and share it. But I just, I love motivation from all different things. So mm -hmm. even just talking to you today, I'm, I'm more motivated than I was when I walked in here. And I think entrepreneurs need doses of motivation i think Absolutely. reading and listening to these sorts of things even in short spurts really helps me stay motivated absolutely yeah so i'm excited to read your book Thank any you. advice for entrepreneurs Ooh, so many um stay the course but you gotta know when to fold them yeah it's like smart yeah you know it's you, you gotta just keep on keeping on but when it's time to let go you have to learn to let go um, so that's like my that. advice. Yeah. I like that. And that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, I feel like, yeah, obviously stay the course because mm -hmm. being an entrepreneur, you got a lot of, you know, right. bumps and there's going to be a lot of, uh, heavy waves and waves crashing into you. Mm -hmm. Um, so stay the course and no one to fold them. I like that. We've had a lot of advice here. We haven't heard that one yet, but I like that because I, I feel like even on a micro level, Sometimes people hold on to ideas they have as entrepreneurs yes. and because they feel like it's their idea or their baby. If it's a bad one, mm -hmm. sometimes you got to know when to let that go and focus on something else. Yeah. Every year I pick a theme song and this year was The Gambler. Really? Yeah. Every year I post, nice. you know, at the I end like of the that. year, I, I listen to it like at least once a week and that's just some really good simple advice but you gotta know when to hold them know when to fold, fold them. them know I when like to walk that. away know when to run i love it <laughs> i i mean i feel like and we're we're almost out of time i i, I say too this much no 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 i say this every week we could go two hours i feel like we could do this thing for 10 hours you and i because um a i feel like i can relate to you in a lot of different ways but b also your um the passion that you have for what you're doing is is awesome and you brought us alcohol right? so i could keep drinking i brought you great we're alcohol only halfway through. <laughs> this was fantastic this papa figos um from portugal is amazing and you said it's only about 15 15 dollars. i know Binny's has it and there are some other smaller stores that has it well as well last question yeah favorite you don't i can't ask you no favorites. you can say it i can't ask for favorites okay vacation spot wine related 
Ooh. Wine-related vacation spots. So not just vacation, but if I had a, I'm going to go on a wine vacation, where would you go? Wow. Okay. Um, or maybe two or three. Okay. Okay. So because I, I know it that's sounds like really that's really hard. hard to pick. That's really hard because um, I, I, I really love Sonoma and Napa. Okay. And I think it's very cool that we um, visit you know, home and yeah. we support uh, the winemakers uh, in the U.S. So I, I have had a great time in Napa, Sonoma. But I w- went to Italy. I was in, um, oh, where was I? Piedmont. Okay. And it's like rustic, right? So you saw, you didn't see the pretty, you know, perfect wineries. You saw like the rustic down home. Like, you know what I mean? Been there for centuries. Yeah. And so, uh, and the food. Oh my goodness. I, I, I mean, I couldn't stop eating. The food was so good. I'm going to Italy in two weeks. I, oh, what? Where? Yeah, two weeks. So my dad's uh, going to be doing a conference he's speaking at in Rome, and I have mm-hmm. to fly with him out there. So oh, we're only I'm there so for five sorry or six days. <laughs> but. I'm the designated driver of the bunch. I'm getting my international license next week. <laughs> okay. So I don't know how much wine I can drink without um, with having to drive everybody, but I'm ready to eat a lot. Man, so what you need to do is just hire someone to drive for yeah, you. Yeah, I think right? that's what's going to have to happen. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> my little cousin who's over there, and he's Facebook friends with me, Antonio, if you're watching, he lives there. <laughs> you're, driving, you're driving us around because I'm drinking some wine, and I'm going to reach out to you and get some advice on it. Perfect. Where to perfect, go out there? Perfect. So Italy, Sonoma, Napa. Yeah, I, I fell in love with uh, Res. Um, some people pronounce it Rem. It's R E I M S, which okay. is the capital of uh, Champagne. Okay. Beautiful little town. Uh, friendliest people. Uh, obviously, great, great Champagne, and also good eating. Yeah. I work out because I like to eat. Like I it's love me to. Too. Right. I, mean, it's me <laughs> too. I only work out because I have a right? problem with consumption of tacos oh tacos. And i eat so much of it and i love car- i have no sweet tooth but i have a carb tooth okay yeah. so anything yeah. that's carby right it's i'm eating it i, I mean know. i just i had a lunch uh meeting and uh i went to bernie's which is a block yep. away mm-hmm. they have incredible burgers yes they do and i had an incredible burger yeah but that means i have to go work out i understand yeah i understand so i i, I choose my carbs well yeah but man when i go in i go in yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm the same way <laughs> You know, on Instagram where they say, hey, tag a friend that, you know, can eat all of this food with you. I'm going to tag her. (laughs) There you go. Um, go. So thank you so much for coming on. I mean, again, we're going to have to have you on again. We've had a couple guests that have come on again. I we have so much more to talk about, but you have an event you have to run to. Yes. So we're running out of time. Yes. But speaking of events, please check out my website because I have a lot of book signing events. Uh, I'll be, uh, at the American writers museum on August 22nd with the Chicago public, uh, Public Library Foundation. So I had to give them a shout out because they moved my appointment today. You got any public events coming up that people can visit? I do. So on the 15th, I'll be at a beautiful space called Evolve Her. Okay. Um, you do need a ticket, but it's, again, it's on my website. Okay. Uh, and then, oh my goodness, City Winery. I start yes. a City Winery tour. Uh, August 27th cool. is Chicago. Then we'll be hitting New York, Atlanta, Boston, D.C., um, and Nashville. Wow. What? What? I love what? Nashville. When you, you go to come Nashville. Down. You come I said down. I would go to Nashville this year. When you go to Nashville? Uh, uh, Nashville is October 12th. I think I have a you got to come down. I have a wedding in Vegas. No, no, you don't, because it's like a Tuesday, dude. You're coming there. <laughs> okay, so that, I may have given you the wrong day. 15th. Maybe. It's okay. 15th. Yeah, yeah, because yes. the 12th is a Saturday, yeah. I think. It's actually, 
is 15th is DC, 16th is Nashville. Perfect. But go on my wow. website. We can go. Yeah, there we I'm go. I'm seeing a wheelhouse roadshow. Yeah, we'll do a roadshow. Um, well, we needed some good Wi-Fi. John, we're there. we have her um, website posted yes. on uh, the yes. video. And yes. if not, what we're going to do is we will post in the comment section. So anybody awesome. who is watching this can then see it in the comment section. Go to your website, buy the book, attend yes. some events, right. see Absolutely. what you're up to because uh, you're up to so much. And congratulations on everything you're doing. Thank I'm you. glad you, i not glad you lost your job, but I am very it's, happy I am. that happened. <laughs> I had a friend of mine recently who lost his job. And I, I said this to him a couple weeks ago. He's one of my closest friends. Mm -hmm. uh, I said... Uh, I don't want to name him by name, but I said, this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. Mm -hmm. You don't think it right now, right. but six months from now, you're going to be like, man, that's the greatest thing. I had a business relationship where I had a bad business partner fell apart in the moment. I, I lost a lot of money. And I was irritated. 100% the best thing that's ever happened to me. Been there. Yeah. So I'm glad you lost your job because you're doing all this cool Thank stuff <laughs> and you're here with us sharing wine. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. For you guys, John and I are going to drink the rest of this bottle we before are, we go we on this stray cat or whatever the heck this boat is called. We will see you guys next Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Thank you so much for listening to Wheelhouse. See you soon. In 3, 2, 1.